0: talkzone.com
2: Welcome to the Two Guys and a Mike Show. Thank you for joining us here. It is day one of March Madness. We are fully entrenched. It's only about, I believe, an hour and 37 minutes and 18 seconds. But who's counting until we tip off the tournament? I think the tip-off, by the way, I think the tip-off game is Old Dominion University against Butler and I believe... I'm going to make a prediction right now. We're going to see, I don't know how many, 64 times, 32 times, or uh, add six. I don't know how many games there are. Total 150 games. This opening game, Butler and ODU might be one of the top five games you're going to see the entire tournament. So if you're not sick right now, uh, you might want to start feeling sick about an hour ahead for home. Tell your boss you're not feeling well. Eleven forty. True TV, Butler. Take 10 Old Dominion. Welcome, everybody. To TalkZone.com. Two guys that are Mike the Big Dog and the Coach bringing you March Madness Talk and more. And let's welcome in the Big Dog, Joel Rodwanski. Joe, I know we got St. Patrick's Day coming up. Or not coming up. St. Patrick's Day today. We got the weekend coming up. All this other stuff. I cannot get into the St. Patrick's Day holiday this year because it's day one of the tournament. I'm too entrenched. I'm not feeling any green love. How are you, buddy?
1: Yeah, uh, well, that's too bad. Typically, that's that's what. The tournament's all about coaches. Hopefully, it's on St. Patty's Day. You're yeah. out with your boys, wearing a bunch of green, partying, watching uh, college basketball. So, yeah,
2: you know, maybe if it was like day two or three of the tournament. But I'm so psyched for it. So, uh, you know, sometimes, as in so many other facets of life, the anticipation is greater than the actual event. But I'm so excited about the opening of the tournament that uh, see more this year than ever before. The St. Patrick's Day is a relatively insignificant factor. I usually enjoy the holiday, but right now, I couldn't care less. It's all about basketball.
1: Uh, are you wearing green?
2: You know, I'm not. That's I am not. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. Like I said, the St. pa- I I've hardly had a couple of thoughts about St. Patrick's Day. I'm trying to figure out who's going to win the Belmont Wisconsin game. I can't worry about where I'm going to drink on St. Patrick's Day.
1: Uh, and by the way, how, you're a coach of a basketball team. You should know how a tournament works. Mm-hmm. You can't figure out how many games there are in this tournament, Coach. Well, it's
2: pretty 32, simple 32 you, you plus that. 16 plus 8 plus 4 plus
1: 2 plus 1. Yeah, but it's really simple way to figure out okay, tell how, me. Many te- how many teams are in the tournament.
2: Let's just say 64 to keep it simple.
1: Okay, then you minus 1 because it's a single elimination tournament, which means there's 63 games.
2: You know, I never knew that.
1: That's all
2: you have to do. As so, many tournaments as I've been involved in, player, coach, spectator, and stalker, I never knew that that's how you can add it up. Let's see, does that apply to it like a 16-team tournament? So you're saying
1: if there'll the, be 15 games? Eight
2: plus four plus two plus one. How about that? How about that? You learn something every day. It's so simple,
1: and, and, it's, and it's not just a perfect uh, what do you call it? Uh, format that uh-huh. that go you know like. 64, 128, it right. doesn't matter. If you had a 31 teams, there would be a 30-game tournament. Interesting. All, only on single elimination now, Coach. Right. If it's double yeah. elimination. Then
2: you, you, then all bets are off, double elimination. Then you, you have to go double,
1: to. Then you times it by two and minus by one.
2: Really? It's that simple?
1: It's that simple, wow. Coach.
2: Wow. All these many years of following tournaments and uh, you learn something every day. I appreciate that, Big Dog. And maybe some of our other uh, listeners out there picked up a little bit of knowledge. We are at, uh, after all, if nothing else, an informational program.
1: Uh, well, I was a, a sports business major coach. Really? That sounds yeah, like I a... actually had a class of uh, I forget what the name it was like athletic administration or something like that. Sounds like I, a... Had a, I learned all that stuff in there. How to do tournaments? How to do all kinds of stuff? How did you correct rod and rod, rod, robin? <laughs> you name it, I learned how to do that, Coach.
2: Oh boy, that sounds like the class a lot of football players at McMurray College might have signed up for.
1: Uh, I was I was one of many in that particular class, coach. Mm-hmm. How was and the they,
2: uh... Was that before or after the coaching volleyball class that you took?
1: <laughs> no, I, you know what? I didn't actually do the coaching volleyball class. Oh, I actually was the guy on the sidelines that was the judge, getting paid minimum wage.
2: Oh, for volleyball?
1: That was the in or out guy. The guy
2: who used to. <laughs> oh, the backline judge watching the line. Yeah, and tennis has that same guy. That's.
1: Yeah, I, I had I had like the corner, so I oh. had like one sideline okay. and the deep ball.
2: I thought you might have been the guy like on the, the mini ladder, not the full ladder, but the mini ladder whose finger is right up on touch, on top of the net. And, you know, testing for any touch of the ball that might hit the net. Of course, now they've changed the rules. A great rule change in volleyball and a net serve as a playable ball, but it used to be, you used to have that very finicky referee who would put his little index finger. You know what I'm talking about? Oh I'm, yeah, coach. Yeah. Uh huh. That wasn't With you. With a white glove. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he wore the white glove, but he might as well he might as well have. Oh goodness. Big dog and a coach with you till ten o'clock till eleven o'clock, eight 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 four six three, sixty seven forty eight. Got all kinds of March Madness basketball breakdowns to talk about. So many good games, and I do believe, Big Dog, in the 63 games that we're going to be watching, I, I honestly believe that Butler taking on Old Dominion, true TV, at 1140, is going to be one of the best games of the entire tournament. I would be shocked if this is not a dogfight right to the finish.
1: So would I. You'd be quite honest with you Because Butler's pretty good, and, and Old Dominion, they've taken a lot of abuse mm-hmm. for getting in the tournament, and that's the team that I think no. has a chance to go on a run.
2: No, no, no. You're mixing up Old Dominion with Virginia Commonwealth.
1: Okay, I did.
2: ODU, I got
1: it. I messed up at VCU, coach. I don't want to do that.
2: Yeah. And VCU, by the way, uh, a little shot back at the Jay Billises of the world yesterday. They win their game. They beat USC last night in the play-in game, the first four game, whatever the hell you want to call it. An impressive performance by VCU. The best part about that game, big dog, is they knocked off USC and to watch Kevin O'Neill. The last two minutes of the game. Looked like he had a bad case of constipation. I don't typically enjoy pain of another person, but I did enjoy seeing Kevin O'Neill lose that game.
1: Oh, Could you imagine the curse words he taught his his players after that game?
2: Yeah, <laughs> one can only imagine because he is well, with the with
1: this performance. Here's a here's a word that you might not like, boys. You
2: know. beep 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 <laughs> beep beep beep. beep. Post speech by Kevin O'Neill. By the way, he looked at the end of the handshake line. He looked a lot less constipated. I don't know what might have happened, but he did have a smile on his face, and the last four or five people did not want to shake hands with him.
1: Hey, you know, if you're going to go that way, you might as well go <laughs> all the way. Okay.
2: Uh, if you're going to lose and feel bad about it, you might as well release and feel a little bit better, right?
1: Yeah, release and catch your technique. I'm with you.
2: Clean up on aisle three. We got to clean up on aisle three. But the VCU, pretty impressive ball. club. A lot of people thought they didn't deserve to make the tournament, whether they did or did not. They won yesterday, and basically big deal the way I could describe VCU is four athletic, well, no, two big, strong black guys, two black guys that can shoot the ball, and one Puerto Rican guard who dribbles, dribbles the ball 80% of the time and uh, is the catalyst to the team. That's a very racist way of looking at it, but uh, that's pretty much the way you sum up VCU.
1: That's what happens in the tournament time. Yeah, I mean, legitimate. Let's face it. There's like there's a school that has like 11 white kids on it. That mm-hmm. all they do is backdoor cut, and they have a big burly guy that's six foot eight that has no chance to make it to the NBA. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who that team is, but it's out there this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might be booked out BYU
2: by the way. We will fight. Yeah, that's coming up later tonight too. I got to watch that ball game. There's so many good games. We're gonna. Getting a little bit to some of the uh, difficulties, I believe, this year with the television schedule. But uh, just getting back to VCU, by the way, their coach was a Hispanic coach. Young-looking guy, too. Looked like he's maybe 30 years old, 35 max. Very good coach, but uh, it was an odd combination of players and very effective victory for them. And again, they knocked off USC. There are people out there, Big Dog. USC along with Belmont was a very popular Cinderella pick. There were people that had USC in the round of 32, maybe to the sweet 16. So already in the play-in game, some people's brackets have been, uh, not destroyed, but dented by USC's loss.
1: Well, on the play-in games, don't you get both teams?
2: No. Not on my bracket. Sure.
1: Okay. Cause that's, that's, that's the way it was on the one bracket that I did through Yahoo. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got both teams, so like you, you would have if you took USC, you would also have VCU if you took them into the next round.
2: Okay, are you sure that was Yahoo, or, or did you do like last year where you did the Disney Channel bracketing? Maybe you might have gone to the wrong bracket.
1: I think I got the right one, Coach. Okay, this year. Okay, I I, I learned from my mistakes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because I remember last year the Disney Channel one that you filled out was pretty cool. Because if your team lost, you were automatically able to pick up a replacement team was a much more user-friendly bracket you filled out.
1: Oh, a much more user-friendly, code. Eight
2: eight eight four six three six seven four eight. Dial it up, folks. Let's talk some March Madness. Let's talk some basketball here. ODU taking on Butler. No, Old Dominion. Nobody argued them getting in big dog. Twelve of their last 13, they're on a roll, an athletic team. Vicious, vicious rebounding team. I mean, they get after the ball. Not a great shooting team. Not a great shooting team, but they'll get after the ball. It's like playground style on the, on the rebounds anyways. And then they're going up against Butler. Don't underestimate Butler. They're back early in the season. Not sure what was going on, but uh, watching them play the last three, four games, they are back. They're experienced, very talented. I think it's going to be a great, great matchup. 1140 on True TV. You do get True TV, I hope.
1: Uh, Coach, we've been through this all week. I'm the one who told you where it was at. That was you? Yes, it was me, Coach.
2: Are you sure? I thought yeah, you were.
1: I remember, David Olson and I were telling you about the Murder <laughs> Channel.
2: David, who? <laughs> oh goodness, David Olson, of course. Just too bad the cameras can't shine over there too in the live webcast. But our fine producer, David Olson, who was uh, he—he he struggles, big dog, struggles to find the love in the basketball March Madness tournament. Any words you could give, big dog? I know you're into it. To the listeners out there that, you know, basketball is not their first love. They're not total bracketologists. But they're, you know, they're putting their foot in the water. They're taking a little dip. Any words from you that could get them to take, uh, you know, dive in and and, and take a full splash?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's awful rough, Coach, because, you know, I don't like to force my love of anything onto anybody else.
2: That's not what she said.
1: That's a guy, you know, he's got a family, children, you know, it, overrated. You know, and he wants to be around him, so it's, it's a little bit more difficult. Overrated. And, I mean, th- that's four days of twelve hours a day basketball, of course, these are four days in right. a row that I work. Yeah. You know, this is this driving me crazy. So. Well,
2: it is it is problematic, but uh, normally I would say family and children a legitimate priority. But uh, hey, today's the opening day of the tournament, Big Dog. Sorry, the children, the family, the wife and kids, the relatives, unless they're sick and I mean really sick. They go second banana today, big dog. 1140, Old Dominion takes on Butler on True TV. Get your priorities straight, will you, please?
1: My priorities are straight. (laughs) Because, you know, I I really don't have any priorities.
2: So (laughs) so it's easy to get straight, huh?
1: Yeah, without a doubt.
2: (laughs) Well, you've got a couple priorities, two of which are legitimate, two of them are illegal. But it is much easier to get your priorities straight when you've only got like three or four. Much easier. Yes. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Everything okay, Big D? By the way, I thoroughly enjoy it. Yesterday's, to me, it was therapeutic anyways, doing the together bracket with you. I thought it brought us closer together. I thought it brought a new symbiasm to our relationship on the radio.
1: I couldn't wait to get that show over with.
2: (laughs) Did not have the same effect with you, huh? No, Coach. (laughs) No, No offense, but no. I thoroughly enjoyed it it was therapeutic I felt a lot more love in the air yesterday if you didn't join us the last couple of days big dog has got his own bracket I did my own bracket but we thought for a at least I thought it was a good idea we did our first ever together bracket and we had to uh you know we had to compromise show a little bit of love respect each other's feelings I think psychologists sociologists they they could take some notes from the show we did yesterday big dog
1: you know, it yeah. wasn't. You know, I was a little worried to do that because I actually did that with my mom. Cause one time she got me into this fifty uh, oh, dollar league. You know, so and I was that, like, I don't want to pay fifty bucks for it. Right. She's like, neither do I. Let's split it and do it together. So we did it together, and she ridiculed me the whole tournament uh. for losses. It was unbelievable. I had Wisconsin Milwaukee going all the way to the Sweet Sixteen <laughs> and beating Purdue uh-huh. in the first round. They lost fifty to forty nine. That guy missed a layup. She started yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I gotta say that was not good. I'm like they almost won, almost only you know doesn't yeah, count. You know, it was interesting. horrible, horrible.
2: So, so that's an aspect I may not have thought about filling out the bracket might be okay. The problems might come when teams start losing, and we can start. It's almost like a marriage, and later on we start blaming each other.
1: Yeah, everything's rosy right now. Wait until Oklahoma doesn't beat Texas,
2: and then in the Sixteen, you're going to take it out on me. You're you know? right about that. Never thought about that. All right. Well, I feel good now. I might not feel the same way when we reconvene on Monday. By the way, speaking of reconventions, it's one of the things about the tournament. There's so much build-up and excitement. You spend, you know, these college teams and the fans and coaches and players four months to get in the tournament, and then Big Dog within 72 hours. Between now and Sunday at around eight o'clock. Three quarters of the team seventy five percent of the teams are done gone. It's a quick death, starting on Monday, we're down to sixteen teams, so you forget how quickly it goes, but it's like uh you know it's a bad analogy to use maybe this day and age, but it's like it's 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 like war it's It's a quick attack. people die quickly, and you know three, four days later you take a breath and everybody's gone
1: well that's you know that's part of basketball that's why you got to prepare your team. They, uh, you know, to play as hard as they possibly can all the time, so they're used to it when they're playing in a in, in a do-or-die situation.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Now, and again, you want to check in, folks, to talk about your favorite team upsets you see coming. Uh, any of your picks, your brackets, who are your surprise teams, want to hear from you. Talking to some March Madness here, 888-463-6748. Big Dog, I had mentioned the concern, and it's a growing concern, and it's obviously in the scheme of world problems, and there's plenty of them right now. It's a very minimal concern. But so in the basketball world only, it's it's a growing concern that this four-station thing is not going to work well. You got true to – well, you got – See,
1: I'm not worried about – it. how are people worried about it? There's stuff called a remote control. All you have to do is know the four channels the games are on. Yeah. Uh, It's not rocket science, Coach and for somebody who can't figure it out they I don't care well, those are people i wouldn't hang out with anyway it's not a matter How
2: difficult is it <laughs> it's not a matter of figuring it out i mean i think i can figure it out i think it's going to be more difficult than you think in previous no, no, years we it won't had be. huh
1: no it won't be uh, coach i know it was great that they used to just automatically switch to the good game yes the point of the matter is you're going to have a rolling scroll you're going to know what games are good anyways you'll be able to go back and forth for the first time that we've never been able to do and there have been times when we needed to do that so and you have control over the game you want to watch i'm excited for this okay i'm not worried Mm -hmm. that i might miss one bucket i'm assuming i might miss a little bit of a good game that used to happen on the other cbs too coach
2: couple of issues one of which is it's not two stations it's four So, you know, you got your little switch button or last button or whatever it is, you go back and forth. Now you gotta actually plug in the numbers, go back and forth from game to game. It's gonna disrupt the flow a little bit. You hit a commercial one game, you go over to another. I know these are Again, very small problems, and you know. But I'm dealing with it in the basketball world, in the television viewing of March Madness, which we so so dearly love, one of our favorite sporting events of the year. I'm just feeling it might be more disruptive than you think. And the other aspect, big dog, is for a long time DVR guy, tape guy like myself. See, I used to be able to. All right, I'm gonna. You know, I got something to do Saturday, which I do, and I'm gonna miss a couple hours, no problem. I'll tape Channel 2. I catch it up all. I get all the good finishes. Here's the big issue for the people that tape like myself. Now we're out of luck because I okay, can't so I can't just tape one station. I'll miss the finishes of the other three games.
1: Now you have a legitimate point, Coach. Okay, I do feel sorry for you because you know what? I realize <laughs> that I'm in the same exact position as you are. Yes. So I do feel sorry for you on, on that yep. respect. But yep. the other part, I mean, I can't feel sorry for somebody that doesn't know how to change their channel via a remote. That yeah. I won't feel sorry for. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you're right. For everybody out there that can no longer tape the games, yes. I'm sorry. That that <laughs> I, I do feel for you. Yep. That is an issue.
2: Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Now now you can begin to appreciate. And of course, you can tape one game. You just won't be able to see them all.
1: Well, I'm just going to have to call you out because you say you have the uh, the the feel. You have the intuitiveness. Yes. To actually know which game to tape.
2: Well, but there
1: might now be. Now you're really on the spot, coach.
2: Yeah. Okay. What do you What do you want to ask me?
1: Well, 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 you don't have to. I'm just letting you know. I'm I'm throwing it out there that you, you have been pretty braggadocious over the years. That you know what game to tape mm-hmm. and which game is going to be good. Yeah. Now you're going to have to prove it in the, in the championship round.
2: Mm-hmm. All so right. I, you present that as a bit of a challenge, and I will yes, take I that on. Braggadocious. Thank you very much. <laughs> God bless you. Hope you didn't get any on you. Uh all right. Now I'm going to take the challenge right now. Your, your early games today, West Virginia, Clemson, Butler, ODU, Louisville, Moorhead State, Temple, Penn State. Uh, Louisville, Moorhead State could be interesting, but I've already told you Butler and Old Dominion's the game to watch. Mid afternoon, Kentucky, Princeton, Pitt in Asheville, Vanderbilt, Richmond, San Diego State, Northern Colorado. If you can only do one, San Diego State, Northern Colorado. Wow, I'm pick, really? Picking an upset there. I think Pittsburgh will knock off Asheville, Kentucky, Princeton, forget about. Vandy and Richmond could be a good game too. Early evening, Brigham Young and Wooford. Connecticut Belmont or Connecticut Bucknell, Wisconsin and Belmont, you want to go um BYU and Wooster. There Wisconsin's going to going to rip Belmont.
1: I, I think that BYU Wooster game is the best out of them all of yep. too. Okay.
2: We're uh, together on that one. And then the later games, UCLA, Michigan State, Saint John's Gonzaga, Cincinnati, Missouri, Kansas State, and Utah. Here's where you got issues.
1: Yes, those are four good yeah, games yeah. nice there. All wow. four
2: of them are must see TV. So uh, get home tonight, no tape, but you gotta flip back the, the remote control will be in heavy use this evening, Big Dumb.
1: Yes, there will there is an extra set of batteries down here. Yeah. So I don't have to go anywhere. Yep.
2: Yeah. And
1: use right, the ba- I got I got I got the I got the bucket next to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, And another side, I got a bucket of food and water, so it's good. Good, coach.
2: By the way, speaking of buckets, we did uh, select a team for you out of our talkzone.com bucket, and you'll be happy to know, big dog, that if, if Oakland wins the entire tournament, you will win $10 cash from talkzone.com.
1: I I would like to let you know that. That's a better shot than you might realize, coach.
2: Keith Benson.
1: Is that that Ken
2: Benson's son? NBA player, I don't think it's Ken Benson's son, but you never know. You never know. It might be. But he's the real deal. Here's another issue. As long as I start bitching away and I sound like a little crybaby here about the basketball tournament, uh, Coach and the Big Dog bringing it at you. Phone line's open. 888-463-6748. Tournament about to start today. St. Patrick's in the background. If you're into St. Patrick's Day, God bless you. Happy St. Patrick's Day. We're talking basketball today. Um too many people, Big Dog. Too many people planning too many activities for March Madness weekends. Can I can I cry on your shoulder for a little bit?
1: Well, that, that's the problem with actually having friends, Coach. Luckily, the friends I yes. have aren't high polluting. Okay, yeah. and they, they know when they invite me over to their, that I'm watching basketball. Yeah. Well, okay?
2: I wish I could do the same. I, I... I don't
1: have to go ahead antique shopping this weekend, luckily. <laughs> Like I'm sure you do.
2: It's almost as bad as getting accosted by the Girl Scout cookie person in Kenilworth. Not uh, bad. All right, now it, here's here's all the issues they got. First of all, today, today I got to take my kid to a basketball class. It's my grandfather's or my my uh, wife's father's birthday today? So we're bringing him over. Got to pick him up. And bring him. How can you have birthday on the first day of March, Madness? That's completely ridiculous. But we got to do the whole grandpa's he's not in the best of health here we don't know how many two more birthdays there's going to be big dog so we got that issue tonight right in the middle of the game see in previous years i'd tape it no problem this year we got issues so we're celebrating grandpa's birthday tomorrow tomorrow what the heck i gotta go oh yeah yeah Uh, we got booster club party i gotta go to tomorrow night killing me on the friday night games Saturday morning. That's easy, Coach.
1: Huh? You just show up, you drop a two hundred dollar check, and you leave. at the booster club.
2: I don't know. I got to wine and dine. I'm part of the booster club now. My kids in the athletic. I gotta, I gotta uh, see if I can liquor up the basketball coach so my kid can make the team next year. I got to wheel and deal, Big Dog. He's not exactly. He's not exactly six four, two twenty, with great jumping ability.
1: I always forgot about the perks that yes. I could have had if I was a high school coach. <laughs> Yes, in the suburbs.
2: Well, you either need to get yourself a sling box, which would allow you to. Mama's like, got a sling box. Of- well, no, you know what a sling box is? That you attach yeah. it to your TV, the- and then you can access your TV anywhere from a laptop. Well, what am I going to do? Watch the TV. If you're from a true the, fan, From the Booster a, Club party? If you're a true fan, no, yes, you will. That's the opposite. See, if, I, not, if not, go out and get yourself a s- smartphone, because I'm sure they're streaming no, all no. these games. See, see, and I appreciate the advice, David, but it's a, for exactly the reason I can't do that, I am a true fan. I can't watch in the middle of conversation with other people around. I can't watch on a little sofa. I need to plant my rear end in front of the TV, hear what the announcers are saying, and soak up the aroma. Of the game, I'm not a casual fan when it comes to March Madness. Well, then I think you just need to phone in a bomb threat to the booster meeting, and then you're clear. <laughs> That's possible. Now, that's you know I, I can handle that. You know me, you Big dog.
1: You got to do exactly what I said, Coach. You just drop the big check and leave.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: a, and nowadays they'll catch you, okay? And, and you'll be yeah. in you'll be in Guantanamo, it's and insane. people will be checking in Orphis. It's not a bad so don't call. Don't the bomb threat.
2: Not a, I may take you up on that. And if I get in trouble, I will hold you fully responsible.
1: Just drop the two hundred dollar check at the Booster Club Saturday what morning. Do.
2: Saturday morning, big Juvenile Diabetes fundraiser, huge dodgeball tournament last year uh this year again big dog last year apparently i did a pretty good job as the pa announcer for it i agreed to do it again this year nine until 3 30 on saturday little did i know it's a saturday of the march madness tournament that Damn.
1: i blame on you totally saturday Completely. night
2: i know what do you want to saturday night i uh, st patrick's day party at a, at a neighborhood you know i gotta stop by there for a little bit games going on sunday i'm good Sunday, I'm if good.
1: Somebody is having a party with at, 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 they call St. Patty's Day party. Kill First him. of all, they that's... have to serve alcohol, and let's face oh, it, yeah. if you're serving alcohol to males, and there's a big sporting event on the television, it'll be on, Coach.
2: I there's know it watch. will be. I already told you that's not the problem. It will be on, but I can't watch the game with 35 other guys yucking it up with green hats and and other females trying to start conversations. I can't watch that way. I mean, I can, but I just don't enjoy it as much. Sunday, I'm all good, but here's the kicker, big dog, the next week. The round of okay. 16 and then the round of 8 Saturday and Sunday to get to the Final Four, the best games of all. That's my favorite weekend. That's spring vacation Thursday evening. We leave on college visits. I will be driving around. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, limited access to television. Big dog, way too many people doing way too many things when March Madness games are here. I'm through bitching for the show, but I had to get that off my chest.
1: Well, I have to work tonight until ten thirty, so I don't get to watch any of the games. I have to work tomorrow until ten thirty, so I don't have to. I don't get to watch any games, and I work on Saturday and Sunday. And, uh, well, you know, I, I get off around 530, but after, you know, the train gets me home and then I'm I walking out from the house, I won't get home until 8. So I, I really don't feel for you because I won't get to watch any yeah. basketball on um, Saturday night and Sunday
2: night. On behalf of these single females out there that might be interested, where will you be? Where, are you bouncing this weekend or what do you doing?
1: Know? I'm selling vacation packages, Coach.
2: Selling vacation packages?
1: Come on. We've already <laughs> went through this. I, uh yeah I won't be working for major league baseball because they decided to go with the other guy
2: oh they called you I called them ouch ouch who did they pick
1: I don't know I don't care but they went with I guess I was really close to getting this sh- mm-hmm. from what they told me so I, it doesn't really matter I don't I wish I was a million I, I didn't know I wish they didn't call me mm. two weeks ago and I was. I mean, legitimately, I should not know as much as I know about the Tampa Bay Rays right now, Coach.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: I really don't know the inner, have to know the inner workings of their front office, but somehow I decided to do that. I've wasted two weeks of my life, basically.
2: Sorry about that, brother. I know that's a hard one.
1: Yeah, it that's, was.
2: That's a, I have no doubt in my mind you would have been uh, not just good, but you would have been outstanding in that particular job.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Mm. So,
2: no hope? I agree. Did, did they give you any hope, any opening for potential down the road?
1: They basically, the woman told me that if it falls through, like this guy does something stupid, they'll call me. Interesting. So I'm like, I'm like rooting for somebody to do something stupid.
2: On mm-hmm. somebody you don't even know. That's a yeah, little exactly. rough. All right, well, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So back to vacation packages for the weekend. All right, well, hang in there, but I know that's a, that's a tough break. I, uh, sorry for you, my friend.
1: It's all right. What am I going to do? Yep. You know what I mean? Just yep. keep trying, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was pretty I was devastated yesterday, I ain't gonna lie. I was walking around the city of Chicago, my head down, bumping in the telephone poles and stuff. It was echoed.
2: <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, let's take a quick break on that uh, somewhat depressing note. Big dog, we come back, we'll get into some more March Madness talk. Talk a little NBA, our Chicago Bulls back in action. Uh sneak peek at spring training, baseball, the sport you so dearly love, and maybe maybe I'll give in and talk a little St. Patrick's Day. There are some females that have emailed us, big dog, that want to know what you will be doing, where you will be partying for St. Patrick's Day. And again, the guy named Earl also wants to know. Ah, right, quick Emails break. from females and Earl. Emails from females, always appreciated. Mike2Guys at AOL.com if you want to email us. M I C and the number two. Mike2Guys two Back in a minute, talkzone.com. Two guys and a mic. Big dog and a coach at your service. Don't go anywhere.
1: Lines are open for your calls on two guys and a mic call 888 go for it once again here's the coach john cone and the big dog joel Radwanski on talkzone.com
2: all right welcome back talkzone.com two guys and a mic happy st patrick's day to everybody out there big dog without keeping the young ladies waiting and the guy named earl real quick uh, i know you have Partaked in the St. Patrick's Day in the city of Chicago before. I'm assuming you will find time to do so again this weekend. Where might some of the single young females and the guy named Earl find you partying this weekend?
1: Uh, I'm not a, like I told you, Coach. I'm, I'm working all weekend. I hate to, you know, I hate to burst your bubble, but uh-huh. I don't want to lie either. I just said about two minutes okay. ago I got to work all night, and then when I get home, I'm going to watch a little college. Oh, okay. uh, college ncaa right. so you
2: so, so. so you as well as me are not going to be able to fully celebrate this year the saint patrick's day holiday
1: no it's gonna be the first time in a long time normally it was set up that i could actually do it you know and i and i used to go to the Southside irish parade before they banned it
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, i used to uh, like the partake and usually i'm i i i am really irish so typically i go out on saint patty's day and party coach hmm. and i usually make it a point to uh have St. Patty's Day off and the, the day after off, but I, I couldn't do it this year, so uh,
2: okay.
1: I will not be out.
2: You sure on the ride home or the walk home, the hand won't start to shake, and you might take a quick left turn, right turn into a local tavern. Well,
1: that possibly could happen, okay. but I doubt it. I doubt it. As a matter of fact, uh, the the nurse Moonlit is coming out to Aurora tonight. Really? So, yeah. After she found out I didn't get the major league baseball job, uh, she basically she she was worried. I was. I was unconsolable last night, so she promised mm-hmm. me stuff that sounded like it would console yeah.
2: me. A little consoling from Ming Li or Ming Lit or Moon Lit will, I'm sure, it won't solve the problem, but it will help the cause, no oh,
1: question it, about it. It It'll definitely get my, my mind off the, okay. the pain. All
2: right. Well, you do, if you do take a quick left turn or right turn uh, into a local tavern, let me know, and I will then forward the information on to Earl, who apparently is eminently disappointed that you won't be out and about.
1: No, there's really, uh, luckily for me, there's no taverns really close to my way home from the train mm-hmm. or to the train. Otherwise, you're right. I probably would take those right turns every once in a while.
2: <laughs> Only on St. Patrick's Day, I'm sure. Oh, good. Hey, one other quick note before we get back to a breaking down the brackets a little bit or just breaking down as we uh, tend to do. Uh, and David Olson, feel free to chime in on that. Now, I'm not a, not a, um Revenge-minded man by nature. I tend to be very optimistic and lighthearted. But I could not help but feeling, uh, well, not even a little bit, significant enjoyment. From hearing yesterday that our ex-Chicago police commander, one of the most despicable people that I've come across, Big Dog, in our years here in the city of Chicago, I believe his name was John Berge?
1: Got oh, that, that right? Oh, that piece, of, yeah.
2: The police commander uh, went to jail yesterday, Big Dog. I know it's the low minimum security jail, but still, four and a half years, he is in jail now, John Berge, and of course, um, uh, David or Joel, you could tell some of the listeners some of the horrible things he did here in the city of Chicago.
1: Basically, he let torture happen in his uh, in his police station. They would torture people and get them to admit um, crimes they didn't do, and this happened dozens of times, Coach, not like once or twice, which would be bad enough. It was a regular occurrence in mm-hmm. the city of Chicago. And hundreds of people were uh, convicted of stuff they didn't do. It was pretty disgusting, Coach. Yes. He deserves to be passed around as currency inside that minimum uh, security yeah,
2: prison. I'm not going to go that far, but I'm happy. And, again, I'm not by nature typically do this, but I'm happy to see that guy behind bars. And you use the word disgusting, and that, that's exactly the right word, Big Dog. And it's a pretty strong word, but it is. I mean, just think about that. You think about someone who not only at the moment does it, but knows about it when he goes to sleep at night and the next day yeah. and the next day. And at least if he's any kind of human being, consciously thinks about torturing others to admit to things that they did not do. And now they have to go to prison just to make him, basically to make his police department a look good because they got their convictions and B maybe get a little sick revenge on some people he didn't like. I mean, that's that's just sick.
1: It is, and everything that's wrong with the world, that guy's part of it.
2: Yep. All right, I don't want to belabor on that, but the thing—he's, by the way, is in the same prison as uh, financial connoisseur Bernie Madoff. Are you serious? Same minimum security prison.
1: How, why? They're not even from the same part of the country. Why would they be in the yeah, same uh, prison? Yeah, well,
2: I can't tell you that, but I do know they are. Do you think it is serious? Now, minimum security prisons—how minimum is it? Do you think they get to watch? Some of the basketball tournaments and do a pool in a minimum security prison? How minimum I think is it? I think that
1: goes, yeah, I think they would have a lot more freedom than you might believe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think, yes, they do.
2: Interesting. Yeah, I hope he suffers because a lot of people have suffered. All right, let's move on. Speaking of suffering, big dog most of us will be suffering as our brackets get shattered. If not today, certainly tomorrow, there's going to be upsets across the board. You or uh, I won't say across the board, but there will be upsets. There is each and every year. But give me an overall, Big dog. This year, compared to previous years, a lot more upsets, pretty much power for the course. Or do you think uh, it's going to be much more favorites advanced this year?
1: Well, Coach, I really don't look at the first rounds as upsets, unless like a 15 beats a 2, maybe even 3-14. That I can understand, but... The upsets to me are whether or not they get into the Sweet Sixteens, whether the Butlers, the ODU's, the VCU's, the of the Oakland's of the world get into the Sweet Sixteen. That's where the real upsets are. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to get shocked and 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 uh, I won't believe it if um, you know if one of those teams actually win today, unless like a one beat, uh, loses to a sixteen, that would be a little crazy.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, good point. Good point. One win does not a a Cinderella make, but two wins then all of a sudden you can put the braces on and put the uh, crown on and start walking like uh, Cindy a little bit, no question about it. 888-463-6748, our phone number here. Coach of the Big Dog breaking down some of the March Madness games. We'll try to get to some other topics real quick here, but uh, let's talk about some of the games today very quickly, Big Dog. West Virginia takes on Clemson. That's actually the first game this morning, starting at eleven fifteen. Clemson coming off a play-in victory, looking pretty good. West Virginia, though, Bob Huggins is known for pulling I don't think they can go on a long run, but they could certainly pull off a couple of upsets, no big names on West Virginia this year
1: though yeah he stresses defense and rebounding and, and taking care of the basketball and that that goes a long way in the tournament coach, so mm-hmm. yeah huggins that's why he's so successful in tournament tournaments because of the, the basic fundamentally sound uh system he
2: I right, forget the name of Clemson's coach. But he's a first year coach first year coach, and they look pretty good. I got Clemson going to the suite. 16. I had them as a legit Cinderella, if you want to call an ACC team Cinderella. We've already talked about Butler and Old Dominion. That is going to be a great game. How about the next one? Louisville against Moorhead State. Big dog Louis. A lot of people are on the Louisville bandwagon. I, you know, and they've been hot and in the Big East tournament, they, did they win it? No.
1: Lost to Connecticut.
2: Connecticut won it. Yep. So they won three or four games in that Big East tournament. They've been red hot at the end of the season. I got a feeling there might, not be more head state it might be their next game but i have a feeling louisville is going to get upset
1: i would be a little surprised if, it, if they don't make the sweet 16 coach i really like Louisville's ball club this year
2: mm-hmm. a lot
1: of a lot of guards uh and a lot of experience
2: okay I haven't seen more head state play but from what i hear they can shoot the ball any team that uh you know it's not a best of seven big dog it's one game survive in advance you get hot yeah. in one game more head state could do it
1: you don't got to be better all week. You just got to be better for forty minutes.
2: What? A, oh, very, very nice cliche. Um, <laughs> what's what's Moorhead State's nickname? Do we know? Are they the Broncos or something? We want. <laughs> Smart ass.
1: Well, that's what I always hear people. My brother cheers yeah. it all the time. I'm not kidding you. He's okay. a huge Moorhead fan.
2: <laughs> Is he an Austin P fan too? He, no, not as much. Even though
1: he was really happy when they mm-hmm. beat Illinois back in '86. Or, or 87. Boston. But legitimately, he's always chanting for Moorhead State.
2: Okay. I mean, just down the road, if you ever had a matchup, a Cinderella Sweet 16 matchup of Austin P against Moorhead State, I don't know who would sponsor that game, but probably some kind of sexual dysfunction company should.
1: You know what, Coach? That's not a bad idea. So, uh, you know, I'd be it's, more than happy to watch it.
2: Actually, a very bad idea. Commercial
1: but with a, a commercial with a bathtub somewhere. <laughs> All
2: you <know>. right. Tell <laughs> Temple take it on Penn State, big guy. Uh, I don't know why, but of the first round games, this one does very little for me. I've been big uh, at excuse me, fan from a Penn State, but uh, could be a good guy. I haven't seen Temple play all year, quite frankly.
1: I, this is a, this could be one of those games that you're interested in to see. Penn State okay. is a heck of a ball club. It's a, one of the best stories out of the Big Ten this year. Uh, just as a Northwestern season ticket holder, you were just hoping that uh, that team coming out of the Big Ten was the Wildcats this year, and not the Nittany
2: Line. By the way, speaking of my Northwestern Wildcats, I was in attendance. Three rows up center court as the Northwestern Wildcats won their NIT game and defeated... Who did they defeat? I just saw them. Oh, uh, Milwaukee. Big win for the Cats. It was a nice victory. Milwaukee's a pretty good team.
1: Yeah, did, uh, did they travel well? Did a lot of people from Milwaukee...
2: yes. Surprisingly, it was it was it wasn't packed, but it was a very good crowd. That's
1: cool. That's yeah. so you, you, you hope that the Northwestern fans will support the team going to the NIT.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a solid, uh, solid game. I love they interviewed Bill Carmody on the radio afterwards, and of course they, it uh, was piped into the microphones into the stadium. So we stayed afterwards, and <laughs> they asked him, uh, "What did you tell the team right before going on the court for their final home game?" He goes, "Guys, we might as well win because." You guys got class tomorrow. I got nothing to do. <laughs> I got nothing going on tomorrow, so let's win so, we can, so I can keep coaching, huh? Oh, I
0: thought, that's pretty cool. I
2: thought that's... that was a pretty good motivational speech. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move along here. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, 210, taking on UNC Asheville. We watched UNC Asheville play Big Dog, and we fell in love, as we will, with some new players today with a Matt Dickey with a J.P. Prem, the great guard combination from Asheville. But Pittsburgh, as you know, they're mean. They're angry. They're rough. They're tough. They're battle tested. Any chance for an upset here?
1: Well, it's like we said, you only got to beat them for 40 minutes, but it's a long, long shot. Pittsburgh's going to get it done, coach. Their, uh, Asheville had their moment. They mm-hmm. had the, the beautiful shot in the corner, and now they're, they're going to go home with the trail between the like, legs. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. will get it done, coach.
2: Okay. Fair enough. How about another Cinderella game? Any chance? Princeton, who won on a similar type shot. Uh, a little bit more from the left wing, but a last-second shot. The off 10,000 men of Harvard won victory today. Princeton takes on Kentucky, red-hot Kentucky. Winners of the SEC Conference, any chance, Big Dub? Any chance we might see Cinderella advance here in a shocking upset? Uh,
1: I, I don't think so, Coach, as much as we would like to see it. you know, Every year there's a team from uh, Ivy League that everybody you know, jumps on and thinks that they can do it. They never win, so... No, that's, that's I don't think it starts this year either.
2: Oh, what are you talking about? Ivy League teams never win. Did you watch Cornell play last year?
1: Oh, I forgot Cornell was a uh, yes, Ivy team. Yes, yeah. you did.
2: Yeah, Ivy League teams have had some solid success. The Princeton's. They usually, have... they usually play somebody tough and lose though.
1: And doesn't advance. Princeton every year. Like we talked about, Princeton almost beat somebody. And Princeton did beat UCLA back in 1996. So I'll give you that.
2: Who could forget? It Seems like yesterday. How many years ago was that?
1: 96. That was yeah. That was fifteen years uh, ago. But besides, and don't forget, Bucknell isn't part of the of the Ivy League.
2: I keep thinking they are.
1: Yeah, these so you can't yeah. include Bucknell. Now, Cornell, yes.
2: That Cornell well, team last year, they boy, they were fun to watch.
1: Yeah, but it would seem like year in year out, everybody was like you know jumps on the Princeton bandwagon. They only won once.
2: Yep. That's so, not true. That's not true. There were back in the the '96 period you're talking about. There was. There was more than a few Ivy League upsets that included Princeton. What, that, UC... was, well, that was Pete,
1: huh? Pete Carroll's team, by the way.
2: Yeah, Petey Carroll.
1: Yeah, Pete. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You,
2: well, you, you know who the assistant coach on that team was?
1: I do, actually.
2: The very same guy who said, "We got to win yesterday. We got to win today because I got nothing to do tomorrow if we lose." <laughs> Bill Carmody. Yeah. Uh Alright, let's move along. Vanderbilt taking on Richmond. The Spiders are always dangerous come tournament time. More often than not, Big they find a way to make the tournament. Vanderbilt look like a lot of people's pick. Hey, watch out for this team, and then all of a sudden they lost, well, like 10 of their last 15 games, 7 of their last 10. They're in a major slump. Can they break out of it, or does Richmond advance? Uh,
1: I think Richmond's going to advance, Coach. I, I like Richmond in that game, and 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 the fact that uh, Vanderbilt's struggling is just uh, another reason to get on the Richmond Spiders. They're a mm-hmm. quality ball club.
2: All right. Kevin Stallings and company, Vanderbilt. Be interesting to see how they uh come back, come tournament time. If they can turn it around, they need to. Let's go to the next game, San Diego State takes on Northern Colorado. I remember from yesterday you said uh you're pretty confident in San Diego State.
1: Oh, definitely, Coach. Uh, I, I think – uh they're going to get it done. But I don't, I don't, there's no chance for an upset here. Very, very slim chance at an upset.
2: Mm-hmm. Florida takes on UC Santa Barbara. We're starting to move to the evening games here, early evening. Have dinner with Billy Donovan. Many young ladies out there would like to do that, but the Florida, very, very good team. Maybe they peaked big dog because they finished strong. They got beaten by Kentucky in the SEC tournament. Maybe they have peak and they're ripe for an upset. Certainly the gauchos of UC Santa Barbara hope so. Are they the gauchos?
1: Uh, I lose track of who the who's the. I don't think they're the Gauchos though. Coach.
2: Yeah, that's why I retreaded myself. But who cares what their nickname is? Can you see Santa Barbara pull off the upset against Chandler Persons, and the Florida Gator?
1: No, they're not going to be able to do a coach. This is a battle of the teams that were red and, and I mean excuse me orange and blue. It's not going to happen. Though Florida will get it done.
2: I'm, I'm impressed that you know the colors of UC Santa Barbara.
1: I just don't know what that, I can't remember what they're called though. Yeah.
2: Very, very, I remember visiting that school a ways back, and my comment, Big Dog, was after walking around that campus, how the heck does anybody get any work done? It was one of like, the most beautiful campus that I've ever seen. Way too beautiful to actually like study or be in class.
1: Uh, beautiful as in the buildings, or beautiful as in things walking around?
2: Uh, neither, actually. Primarily the scenery outside the buildings, and not necessarily... A, uh, of course, you know me, I'm a strict professional. I was not looking at the attractiveness of the females. I'm sure they were very attractive as well. But it was, you know, the scenery, the beautiful, the uh, the ocean, the lake, the trees, the warm gotcha. breezes.
1: Gotcha, coach. Yeah, it's, it's
2: just a wonderful piece of land. Too bad they had to waste it with a couch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, how about BYU against Woofer? BYU, we all know, missing. Missing Brandon Davies. How cool is it, by the way, that they're letting him sit on the bench and at least cheer on the team which actually to me almost makes it worse but uh, and it just is a sideline, it's ridiculous he's not playing but can they win without him they got Jimmer Fredette and Wooford by the way big dog don't underrate them pretty good team who wins
1: yeah they're actually a pretty decent team i i don't i don't see be upset here i see uh fredette putting the team on his back for one game having uh, another 50 point game by the way mm mm-hmm. mhm but, yeah, it's, uh, I, I see them getting past Wolford and not lasting very much longer after that.
2: Game. I watched Wolford play, and um, th- I'm going to predict the upset here. Noah Dolman. remember that name. He's about six six, white dude, who loves to post up big dumb. Not many guys, uh, you're old school, so you'll appreciate this. Not many guys, even the big guys. Now, how many guys want to get to the, the block? stick their butt out, widen out their body, and don't just put your hands out, but demand the basketball. Watch this kid tonight, Noah Dolman, leading field goal percentage shooter in the country. And he's only about 6'5", 6'6", decent jumper, not a great jumper. He wants the ball. He's got great post moves around the basket. You'll enjoy watching him.
1: Uh, absolutely, Coach. And that's... Uh... I don't know why that, that's that gone away. That, all, it, doesn't, it makes no sense. It's the easiest yep. bucket you can get is to drop it into a guy right next to the hoop.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So. But but it's it's not so much the shot. It's guys willing to get down on the block and, and seek contact. Don't try to avoid contact. Seek contact with the defender. Push him back, widen out, get the butt down, sit down, get the hands out. You know that post position I'm calling for. You just don't see guys really want, They want the ball at the three-point line.
1: Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. You know, they're waving and screaming for the skip pass and everything, but they don't want the ball down on the blocks. Old school, big dog. You'll love watching Noah Dolman. All right, Connecticut takes on Bucknell. Connecticut, five out of five last week. They still got something left. Bucknell, I sound like a broken record. They're not a bad team, a legit Cinderella.
1: Uh, Bad teams don't make this tournament, Coach. Uh, Let's face it, even a team with a a below-average record must have got hot and won a tournament in order to get in. So uh, there's no bad teams in this. Bucknell can obviously pull up uh, an upset. They've done it a few times in the the last couple years, but uh, I feel good about the chalk on this one, Coach.
2: You watch Kimba Walker play all year long. Big Dog studied his game. Everybody knows about him. If he's on, can he be stopped?
1: No, he's Ben Gordon. He's the collegiate version of, of Ben Gordon. And when Ben Gordon was good, he was really, really good. And when he was bad, he was really, really bad. Campbell Walker had some of the worst games any Division One players had all season this year. Where I mean, he went like three of twenty from the field and mm-hmm. kept chucking. And then he also had games where he hit all the big shots at the end and and carried his team. So. All
2: right. Well, then, in a sense, you're not giving good news to our fine listeners out in Connecticut because, as you know, this is not an entire season. This is a one and done. So if you're streaky and your team depends on you, that you may win the first game, but you're not going to advance very far are you here to tell me big dog that based on your kemba walker uh, premonitions that connecticut will not make a long run in the tournament as many have in their brackets
1: uh, no even though they won the big east i don't see them uh winning this no they're not they're not going to go very far in this turn of the coach
2: you have disappointed many of our good listeners in the connecticut area and also one guy named wayne who lives out in utah picked connecticut apparently
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure that is not the only area okay. of the world that I've disappointed.
2: <laughs> uh, we could probably start locally for that particular cause, huh?
1: Yeah, this is true. All right,
2: you've already told us you got Belmont over Wisconsin. A lot of people do, so uh, it, I got oh, that correct, nice. right? That,
1: that, that, that's I, I hate when I make a pick and everybody else jumps on board. I made well, that pick on
2: Monday. Yeah, but you should be used to it because you're uh, you know not the most influential guy, but a lot of experts out there. A lot of people do follow. At, this time of your career, big day, you should be used to people anticipating and jumping on your bandwagon.
1: I should, I should assume by now. And, and by the way, why does this, why does ESPN continue to put the women's bracket up with the men's bracket? Because I keep on seeing like that's not the right game. Ohio State's a four seed. Yep. What the heck is going yeah, on? It's I, crazy. Coach.
2: I hear you. It is as much of a fan of the women's game that I am. I'm with you on that. It is very. You got to look for that little W at the end, but it can be confusing.
1: Yeah, well, they need to make sure that the women's tournament is over before the men's tournament yep. starts so the women get their due code. Yep.
2: Those scroll scores can kill you. I remember, you know, during the regulars, wow, oh, ah, Northwestern beat Ohio State. I didn't even know they were playing. And then I'm like, <laughs> ah, damn, there's the W. You know, that, I, that happened a number of times, I can't tell you. Never forget the W at the end. All right, how about UCLA and Michigan State? A couple of uh, great basketball traditions going at each other. UCLA, Big Doug they got a couple guys that should be playing for the UCLA football team, if not the sumo wrestling team. Big, big bodies down low. Draylon Green's a big body. Her's going to be tough game to referee, let's put it that way. UCLA, Michigan State, how do you see it coming out?
1: Well, i am rooting for Michigan State because of uh, the fact I'm a Big Ten fan. But, Coach, you know, Ben Hollins done a great job at, at UCLA. That's no gimme game. That's, that's going to be one difficult uh, game going on. So uh, I see a bloodbath, but I see Michigan State. Eakin out a one-point victory.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, it's going to be a fun game to watch. Tight. I go back and forth on that one. Very hard to make a prediction. St. John's against Gonzaga. I'm feeling a lot of Gonzaga. Love, big dog. Similar to you, I made the pick, and all the experts now apparently listen to me, and they're jumping on the bag. when a lot of people picking the Zags in an upset here over St. John's. Stevie Levens, ball club, your thoughts on this one?
1: Yeah, I would go with St. John's with this. They're a real athletic team, and uh, I mean, they're well coached. So, and I think it's just the resurgent Redmond. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they're not a little, no, they're just the red, my fault.
2: Dwight so. Hardy, uh, went hot, Dwight Hardy, similar to Kimball Walker, who's not quite as good, but he can carry a team they're missing. Uh, injured guard DJ Kennedy, that's a big chunk in the armor. And there's a lot of fans out there that are happy to hear you say that, a well coached team, because in the past, some of the uh, comments. About Steve Lavin, teams were quite the opposite, Big Doug. They're going to lose because in big games, Steve Lavin gets outcoached.
1: Yeah, well, uh, i got to say something. St. John's on TV a lot this year, and I was able to watch a lot of Big East, Big Ten basketball. And mm-hmm. he's He wasn't outcoached this year, Coach. That was It was the exact opposite. He did some great coaching. So.
2: Did his brief relationship brief, and it's over now. I think he's married, but uh, did his brief relationship with CBS announcer, what's her name again? who's the uh, female announcer? Aaron Andrews thank you very much brief relationship with Aaron Andrews help or hinder his x and O's coaching big dog
1: it it's got to help coach because <laughs> any eighteen year old boy is gonna uh respect a man a lot much <laughs> a lot longer much more you think if, he... they've actually have, if they have cardinal knowledge of Aaron Andrews <laughs> without using a
2: peephole in the hotel
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> you think he puts that up on the uh coaching resume on the Facebook at least that the kids might see
1: I he had some of his friends mention it all the time. Interesting. It's like one of those things. Like, right okay. like in the middle of a conversation, like so guy it- will just, somebody, <laughs> he pays somebody a hundred bucks just to bust out. Hey, what's up with you and Aaron Andrews? Uh, I broke up with her.
2: <laughs> you broke up with her? Yeah, don't ask all right, me. So, so it doesn't help his X's and O's, but it helps his uh, quote unquote recruitment of young players.
1: Yeah, it helps them get the Willie and the Joe's.
2: All right, stop it. Cincinnati, Missouri. Two games left for you, big dog. And then you'll have the rest of the weekend to relax. Cincinnati takes on Missouri. TNT at eight. 52 teams that are very similar in style. Sometimes similar teams don't like playing against each other. Someone's got to come out on top. I got Mizzou. What do you think?
1: Uh, that's going to be one fast-paced game. And it, I like Missouri, even though they're the, the the lower seed. I I would see them as the favorite in that game. That's it's a little weird mm-hmm. that they're the 11. So.
2: Uh, well, a lot of people. It's 11 against what? Six.
1: Yeah, 11 six. Okay.
2: okay. That's a popular upset special. Eleven love it again. Six. Finally, a heavyweight boxing match to end out the night. Big Dog, a lot of physicality. Another tough game to officiate. Kansas State, and our favorite coach, Frank De La St. Martin, taking on Utah State. I haven't seen them play, but apparently very physical as well. Most people go in K-State, but uh, any love for the Aggie, Big Dog?
1: Well, I'll be rooting for the, the Utah State Aggie coach. Without a doubt, I'll be rooting for him. But, yeah, that's... Kansas State has good guard play. They're 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 tough. They rebound. They're they're going to be a very good team in the tournament. And they have Coach Frank Martin.
2: Frank De La Saint Martin. You can't beat him as a coach. All right. Can. Nicely done, Big Dog. Enjoy the weekend as much as you can. I know it's tough. You got to where you're working. Will you have access to uh, telecommunicative uh, sites?
1: Absolutely none. Uh,
2: wow. Will you have access to a smartphone where you can take a sneak peek?
1: Well, like once every two hours for about a minute. Oof. yeah, that's rough. That's rough. I, you know, and most most of the time I would, you know, be hey, at least I'm working. Well, I'm not getting paid at this place, so mm-hmm. you know, that's no, it's not like at least I'm working type deal.
2: Do you want me to call you and you can pretend when you see my number that it's a professional call? You got a contact going, and I'll give you updates on the games.
1: Sounds good. Sounds really good.
2: Beautiful. All right, Big Dog, Have a good weekend. Enjoy yourself, my friend. We'll talk to you on Monday. And uh, when we do, 60, 64 minus minus sixteen. What do we got? Fifty-six.
0: Yeah.
2: Fi- Fifty-six. Forty-six. Forty-six teams will be done. Sixteen will still be alive.
1: Or forty-eight. I don't know how many because once they had the, the the extra, you know, sixty-eight. Yeah. So fifty-two teams are done, Coach.
2: All right, Big Dog, have a great weekend. Behave yourself, and uh, we'll talk to you Monday at 10, okay? You too, go. There Fire it up. is. David Olson our producer, phenomenal job. Thank you out there for listening. We much, much appreciate it. Enjoy St. Patty's Day. Enjoy the hoops. Have a great weekend, Monday at 10. We'll do it all over again. Don't you be late.